What's up, girl? Full table today. Yes. Well, first of all, I'm trying to get used to this new background. Yeah, y'all feeling it? So, um, <laughs> let's talk about, okay, Tommy, the honorary co-host. Show your um, hands. Has, can, has come through <laughs> and... Um, yeah, show us hands. Look, there's a there hand. There you go. Finally made there you it. go. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I'm, switched on, us on. around. He a switched bit. us around a little bit, but guess what? We need to let people know who we are. I'm Natalie oh, Hayden, and I'm Laverne Badger, and we are Expose the, the podcast. podcast. You know, I was thinking about when we do that little harmony of Expose Podcast. Mm-hmm. Remember, like the first or second year, yeah, we were like we were gonna hire somebody, and it to was gonna that. be Expose the Podcast. That's still a that? dream, though. That's still a dream. So, anybody want to bless us with their vocals? We be, are open the, to that. We're open be a, to that. A because sexy exposed. A sexy. A sexy exposed. Yeah, maybe a sexy. <laughs> right. Exposed. Well, we tried to do the, the exposed after dark that didn't nobody see on Instagram. I'm glad they didn't was, see oh, it. Oh, Lord. That, we'll have to talk we about that ready on for another that. episode. Another <laughs> they weren't ready. Expo- they, they wasn't so ready. it was exposed after, after dark. After dark. And, and I was like, I don't think I'm ready for that. No, no. she wasn't ready. I wasn't ready she for it. Ready. So. Um, the ongoing joke last night is because everybody saw the new couch. They were uh-huh. calling it a casting couch. Oh. I was like, no, exposed after dark might not work. Right, right. No, <laughs> no maybe not. So how was your week? Well, I had a really great week. Let me think. Um... It was a it lot of birth. So quick, don't it, it went by very quick. But you know, like I was able to experience um, the, the the what's her name? I think her name is something. Oh my god! I went to Tempo, an event at the Wisconsin Center, and her name was Allison Felix. Yes, she was absolutely phenomenal, and she talked about um, different terms of how we view success, and and instead of thinking about just getting to the destination it's really important to appreciate the magic along the way right. so that was my takeaway and I really love that she spoke a lot about how you know like what is it like to um, be this person that is a high performer a performer she she wins all these medals and she's very competitive and goal driven and also at the same time you know she's trying to manage and balance family and in right. in her social life and just re- recognizing that it's okay to not be fully uh, successful in one area. She said you can be totally excelling in one area in your life and feeling like a complete failure. Right. So that really helped me as someone that is, I consider myself extremely competitive and, and I like to check off the boxes. I'm super organized, but I'm, I could be having a tough ass day right. or a tough moment in life in this whole other area of my life. Cause you know? so, was it Serena who, 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 didn't go to the opening. Is it the opening? I know that's not right. The for U.S. Tennis. Open for tennis. Um, um, I she declined. She made mm-hmm. it there, but declined, and I, it escapes me the the tournament. But everybody was like, "Why did she decline? Why did she decline? What's going on?" She wanted a moment. She said she had won so many already yeah. there. Why do I keep? I need a break. Yeah, like we we don't want to give people breaks. Like we we just assume it is gonna be something wrong with her if she don't take a break. Absolutely. And because if at the end of the day, if she dropped dead, any of us drop dead, they'll have another one to come fall right in place to 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 keep things moving and money moving because that's essentially yeah. what it is. 
And so, but yeah, I'm glad you enjoyed that. That was really great. It was it was really awesome. Like you know, like I think she also mentioned too, like uh, the fulfilling her when she reached that level of success her thought of how she would respond to the success was totally different from in her mm. mind. Mm. And so that really helped me understand, like, you know, you really do have to enjoy the magic along the way. Whether it is, you know, like it's not, you know, how you envision it, but there are some lessons along the way. And so really that was a huge takeaway. I really appreciated that moment to be able to be in person with people. Right. So that was a really nice um, experience. And, you know, just celebrating life with family. So I've had a very fulfilling week. Yeah, so I went to the Sigma Gamma Rho Incorporated, had their annual um, brunch. Mm -hmm. The Radical Brunch? The Radical radical Brunch. brunch. And um, uh, um, Kimberly Locke. Mm-hmm. was the guest speaker and she was amazing um she was i mean she came in did her thing and her husband her whole family was at the table her husband her kids and then um uh dr tipton marika tipton was also there she was the speaker and then um dr williams i forgot his first name and yes what's his first name Doctor. Uh, is it right i call him doc no no I call him Doc. I forget his first okay, name. Okay, so he, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, so he 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 was there. He spoke. Um, I was like, I didn't realize how decorated of a military yes. individual mm-hmm. he was. That was the the one who came and helped us right at the end of the walk. Oh yeah, he, was there. I mean, bro, he had on. You know, when we met him, he had. He was um, sort of low key decorated low key, in a way. Right, he was low key. Yeah, and he was helping us, and and he came. You know, real real casual, but that Saturday he had. All his pants, all of it. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, I didn't realize how decorated of of an individual. And he had did two tours. Yeah, and he's an amazing educator. He's an amazing educator. He's turned several schools around. Because he was saying that he was um, um, principal. uh, principal. He was voted uh, number one principal. Was Was it in Wisconsin or? Yeah, it was Wisconsin. Okay, so that says a lot about an individual because it's very hard. It's very hard. As educators, I okay. take my hats out to them. Dar- Daryl Williams. Yeah. yeah. Dr. Daryl Williams. Yeah. Daryl there Williams. we go. Oh, there it is. Yes, yep. Yes, Daryl Williams. So, um, y'all, y'all hear another voice in the room. And so, before, I still have another story. We got to talk about the culture a little bit. We but can we talk gonna about that. But we're going to introduce real quick, probably nine. If y'all don't know. Yeah, yeah you, you hear that? <laughs> I don't know. Poet, activist, Arthur, Kwabana Nixon, all of that. Husband, dad, friend, um, just all of that. Mentor. Yes. Right? Yes. Just all around good guy that just happens to be a black man, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then guess what? His mental health seems to be intact, you know. And we're gonna pick his brain. We're gonna pick his brain. How he get to that level. How he get to that to that level. Our next guest, do you want? Now I'm. I, I, I'll let you do the honors, Natalie. Yeah. I'll, I'll talk about how we met. Uh-huh. Yes, yeah, so our, our next guest, and of course, you know, our topic of discussion is mental health within our community, and of course, uh, specifically with our black men. Mm-hmm. It is uh, for the month of November, National 
Black, uh, th- not, I'm sorry, not men's, black anything, but Men's Mental, mental Health, health. Awareness yes. Month. So we were, we thought that it was very necessary to have on two individuals that could really provide a unique perspective. One specifically is a therapist, uh, Mr. Robert Amber Crombie Jr. So we want to welcome you and thank you for taking the time. You and Kwabana Nixon, uh, different approaches, but definitely serving our community serving our men and providing a perspective with us today so we're just here to have a conversation yeah, and, and I'll, I'll say I'll just put that out there that we were intentional when we we selected um, um, both these men specifically mm-hmm. black men but then also making sure uh, a black therapist because you come from a, two different perspectives you hold multiple hats in, right. in this space mm-hmm. and so um, so yeah we we what generated this topic was Will Smith. So I don't know if you all have seen. Yeah. Will Smith has dropped a book. Um, he written a book, and he had put on here. Um, he had been going around the circuits talking about how he had thought about, had planned. Mm-hmm. I just thought about had planned on on how he was gonna kill his dad. Because his father was uh, physically abusive to his mother. Mm. And when we had Promise on last week, yes, um, Promise talked about how his dad was uh, physically abusive to his, his mother as well. And how he just used to think, when I grow up, how he oh, square what I'm going to square with his dad. Do. Like, yes. you know, like, it's, that's your dad, but this is my mama. You know, this, and, and he, this is dad. This ain't stepdad. This ain't. The dude down the street. This ain't your mama boyfriend. This is your biological father, both of them. Um, and that's the reaction. And so Will Smith, I mean, he had it all planned out. He was like, I would, like, he would push him down the stairs or something. He was like, I am uh, an actor. People would believe me if I said he fell and it was an accident. And so I just thought to be that vulnerable to say something like that, because one, you know, eventually he ended up forgiving his dad, you mm-hmm. know, but before you can get to that space and, you know, Will Smith has been um, on this journey of being transparent, it seems like, um, with the red table with his wife, mm-hmm. being pretty transparent as like Charlemagne the guy mm-hmm. and everybody is supporting um, men's mental health specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, so let us start off with why is... Let's start off with the history. Were you did you guys grow up being told it was okay to have emotions? Not at all. That's funny. Uh, last night we did the uh, last night we did uh, the real men real talk at G's Clippers, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. right? And I said that we're going to. We, I kept using the word vulnerable over and over again, and I said we're gonna make this a strong word, not a weak word. Mm-hmm. So you are told. And not only are you told, you watch that boys, especially black boys, are not supposed to cry. Right. You can fight and cry, but you can't just emotionally cry when you see something. Right. I mean, and you, and, and I mean, think about it. Even when your grandmother said it, my grandmother said, "Stop acting like a little punk." You know. Mm-hmm. Right. Stop. Just, you better not cry. So if you told this over and over again from the time you what three years old, maybe five, to let's say about sixteen. And then you're 20-something and your wife and family, and they say, okay, now I show your emotions. So for the last 18 years, you've been told not to. So how do you just say, okay, I'm going to shift and start showing my emotions? So, nah, I never, I know I wasn't. Out of fact, 
I didn't cry when my father was killed. Mm-hmm. Wow. How old were you? I was 11. Mm-hmm. But I didn't bury him till I was 30. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. No one, you know, I, my grandmother, I mean, I'm just saying, she was she she raised me the best way she knew how. Right. But she didn't come in there and give me a hug. Right. Wow. Uh, my mom didn't come and give me a hug. I went to school the next day. Uh, oh, wow. Nobody talked about it, and it was business as usual. After the funeral was over, I went bowling. Did you feel like at that moment that something different should have been happening? I felt like it should, but I, yeah, I think it should. I felt like it should have happened, but I also felt like, oh, you know, okay, well, this happens. Right. I think it was almost the beginning of what was about to happen. Mm. Like, you know, uh, the first person I ever saw get shot that was 10 years old, and I'll never forget this, this, this guy by the name, we called him Crazy Greg, talking mental health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, and I remember, the, I can tell you how it lit the sky up, the night up, and everything. And I remember when we went outside the next day, me and several of our friends, and we was like, he got shot right here, mm. he ran over here, and he did this, and we walked over and played football. Do you understand mm-hmm. what I mean? Wow. So I'm saying that if that was us then, this is now. So I do mm-hmm. think someone should have said, hey. Yeah, um, right. But again, if I can, I think... Uh, my grandmother was born in 1915. Mm-hmm. Uh, so her protection was, you know, you finna go in the world, so be ready. Right, 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 right. right, right, right. right. And you don't cry in front of these people. Right. I didn't see her cry until mm-hmm. my uncle died. Mm-hmm. All right? Wow. So I'm saying I don't think it's promoted. Last, last night we talked about it. A brother said how a brother had a serious moment, and he's 56 years old. He had a mm-hmm. serious emotional moment. And you can see he hadn't let that out in years. Wow. wow. So I love that space. So just quick, what is that space you talking well, about? So I know you'll probably reference it throughout. Um, so every third Monday of the month, we do uh, Real Men, Real Talk at G's Clippers. The brother came and sat in. Okay. And, uh, real Talk, Real real Men, Real Talk at G's Clippers. Uh, and it came about because G, shout out to G and G's Clippers, how he was saying, him being a barber, are quietly psychologists for a lot of us, mm-hmm. right? Right, yeah. counselors, confidants, right? Yep. And G was like, "Quiet, look, I got to do something. These dudes coming in here, man, they got some serious stuff going on. I'm equipped, but I'm not equipped like that. Right. And there are more mothers coming in than it used to be. There was fathers, so their mothers saying, "Hey, can Quiet, can you help my child? Hey, Rob, can you? Help? So it's a whole line of mothers asking that G was like, man, we got to do something. So mm-hmm. that became just a conversation that we were already having as men. Mm-hmm. And we said, okay, we're going to lock the doors and have it. So we create a safe space where brothers can really talk. Uh, some people ask, we need to have solutions. For me, it's like, first, let's talk. Let's talk. Yeah. Right. We can get right. to that yeah. because it's not a one-size-fit-all. Mm-hmm. We need to have a conversation. Because that's the initial barrier is uh, getting... The men to, to oh, express. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To, to talk. Oh, I mean, oh, cats would not. Um, it's a hard thing to just to say, hey, um, what's going on? We, me and we either talk two times. Either either our friend get killed. Mm. All right? We'll cry over that. Uh, we may cry if we lose a lady or something of that nature. But just on the overall, how you doing? I'm all right. Right. Mm. You straight? Yeah, I'm good. You, you right. should no. I'm good. I don't want to talk about. It. We'll drink, we'll smoke, we'll find women. We'll do a number of things right. other than to deal with because nobody wants to. You can't be, you know, the conversation. You can't be vulnerable, especially if you're a black man. Right. Mm-hmm. You got right. time to be uh, what they say soft. 
right. punk, uh, uh, showing your emotions. Nah, right. we need you to be hardcore as we, you can possibly be. So, so from you, Dr. Robert, no, 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 that's all right. I'm sorry, sorry. And it's just no, Mister. No, no. It's just Mister. But that's that is very common within within the community. The issue is is that because we are not a monolith, it takes on so many different uh, so many different views. Mm-hmm. So I grew up just the opposite of them. I grew up with a line of, of ministers from a line of ministers, both men, men and women. Mm-hmm. And so to show some emotion was absolutely fine. Mm-hmm. You know, it was not uncommon for, you know, someone in our family to, to, to cry for something. You know, I, what immediately came to mind when you mentioned his father was the the deathbed situation around the death of my father, mm-hmm. who now we are sit- standing in this circle, all of his family surrounded around him. And just the day before, before he passed, he called me onto the bed. Mm-hmm. And so I here I am. I'm in my 40s, and I'm crawling up on the bed as if I'm a seven-year-old kid Mm. to sit with him so he can stroke my hair right, you know, the day before he passed. Wow. So having that emotional freedom, Mm. you know, gives me a lot of of space to be able to handle a lot of the things that I have handled in the community. But it is not uncommon to hear someone say, I have never cried over something, or... If I saw someone die, you know, it just didn't affect me. I was numb. Mm. Right. So in the the thing about in about mental health and and treating mental health in the black community is that a lot of co- a lot of therapists have to get to a point to understanding that they're really dealing with a lot of different aspects of their black community. Right. Understanding that there's treatments there that the reason why this man isn't crying is because like my brother he You've grown up in an environment where if I show it, I'm vulnerable. Vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And if I show vulnerability, then there's a good chance that I might get taken out. That's right. I might get attacked. So when you were growing up and you were allowed that and you started to grow up and you started hearing, um, when did you start noticing that everybody wasn't given that freedom to... (laughs) You as, want the first a, fight or the second one? <laughs> <laughs> that everybody wasn't given that free. I mean, all the boys. Just, you just learned it as well. Again, you learn, you learn it, it like, as yeah. a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Right, you learn as a guy. You know, mm-hmm. it's now all right. We're playing touch football. Well, mm-hmm. Not touch. We playing tackle football. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and the little boys are getting beat up. You know, so I was one of the bigger, you know, kind of chubby kids. You know, at, at a young age, and so it's like, okay, you know, well, you hit hit this little boy, I'm gonna hit you. You know, and you know. The bully of the neighborhood is like, okay, well, we have to take, you know, there's a power dynamic here. We need to settle this. Mm-hmm. So I had to fight it. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of then that I noticed, okay, there's a little bit of something different between the way he's raised and the way I'm raised. Oh, yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. right. It's a rise of passage. Oh, it's a rise <laughs> right. of passage. No, I mean, really, no, it's, right, I mean, right, really, right. no, no. It's, it's, and honestly, it's a, I call it, I relate it to like, we are Sparta. Mm. You know, you 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 learn it about, and it's not a bad thing or a good thing. It's that, as we say, we talk in mental health. We talking the rearing and raising of boys. To hear him tell that story, he got in the bed with his father. I was that's unnormal to me, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Because there's, I've never seen that, never heard that. It's not about how bad I grew up. I just never heard it that wasn't, part yeah, that, of it. Right. Right. Like you're 40. You, I've never seen. What but that you might have like. seen. Right. You might have heard. Moms get in the bed with right. grandma as she's never, passing never, and right. having this whole ritual right. 
but not not that way. Yeah. So you said, where does it start? It's not like it's a starting point. It's that day, as he said, it's the rites of passage. There's a fight that you're going to have to have. There's a signifying mm. or ribbing the dozens you're going to have mm. to do. A boy has to go out the house. Your mother can keep you in the house as a young lady. You can keep Riley with you until she turns 13, 14. Mm -hmm. A young boy has to go out to have certain social traits that he needs to survive amongst other boys. Mm -hmm. It's no way around it. Right. And I'm not talking about fist fights, just how do we do and what we do. I've took young men in the schools. and I mean, I've took brothers in the schools, and we have young men in there. And I'm watching the dude, the young dudes watch how we interact. Because mm -hmm. they trying to see how I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. Young black boys haven't been socialized in some sense, mm. especially now. Yeah. So that rights of passage, when I say you had that fight, uh, the dude, older dudes watching the sea. Oh, okay. Yeah. I remember the dude told me, I'm going to help you next time. I, I see you ain't scared. <laughs> right? I see you ain't scared, right? So it's not so much when does it start. It's, it, it's a almost, it's not innate, but you see it. You see the heroes on TV was the John Waynes and all that, right? And, and the superheroes, right? So when you get hurt and you playing, what's the first thing? You supposed to be Superman, you know? Right. You're supposed right. to act like Walter Payton. So they play through the pain. So whatever it is, you yeah. go through the pain and you normalize this all the way through. Yes. It doesn't really start coming until, like I said, when I think my father got killed when I was 11. That's when I started writing poetry. Mm -hmm. That was my first outlet. outlet. Now, hmm. I had an outlet. Right, those who don't. But the others didn't. But right. some did have an outlet. There was just nobody to pull it together. Yeah. You know, okay, you can play basketball. That's your anger and aggression. Um, as he said, the bully on the block, right? But just period, like, okay, he pushed me. Everybody stopped on the playground and looked. What's about to right. happen? Better get up. Right. Mm -hmm. Better get up and push it back, even if you're afraid. So where does it come from? I just don't think it's that moment. We Let's go all the way. As he would say, the history, as an artist and a writer, I have to go to the history of it. That's a, you, you guys, you're going to protect your men. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in protecting that men, especially black women, your protection might be like, stop talking so much. Right. Be quiet. Because I don't need to know them to know you that smart. And I don't need them to know you that outspoken. Mm. So therefore, be quiet and, and be quiet. Because if Master see this, he might sell you off. Oh, Master yeah. might put right. you out, right? So right. be quiet. And if I have to go sleep with him to save us, that's what may happen, right? Right. Mm. And so you got to hold that in, right? Right. You better. So right. Will Smith planning to kill his dad. How many black men was on the plantation? Like, I'm going to find a way to kill him. I don't know how. Right. And I'm finding a way to kill him. You said stepdad. Well, your stepdad better not be hitting my mama. You know, right. my dad, right. that might be an issue with my dad, but it better not be no stepdad. Right, right. You right. know right. what I mean? Right. So right. I think it go back historically of we've been told, be quiet, hold it in, don't say anything. And that's over time that does something to you. This guy is raping your wife. He's raping your mother. He is literally you're not going to do it. Come and get your daughter. Yeah. And as a Wait man, you got to do this. You yeah. got you better not look him in the eye. Yeah. Mm. So you got to hold that in for how long? What? Ooh. From 16, 19 to 18 something. And you bet after that you say it. So historically, that played the part in uh, what we are. But I always say thank God for hip hop. Yeah. Because we finally got an outlet to say. This is what I'm doing. So, Robert, when, when, so male patients that mm -hmm. you have, specifically black male patients, um, is it a trend? 
Is it something that they're going through that you're seeing a pattern in? As far as just dealing with mental health, I, I oh, think sure. I think if they come to you, they're dealing with their mental health at uh, some capacity. In most cases, they're at, they're at somewhat of a breaking point. Mm-hmm. Uh, unfortunately, uh, due to access as well as just some cultural messages that we put out there, black men tend not to come. Uh, we hear the keep it in the house. Mm-hmm. We hear the stay strong. We hear the, even the um, this is the spirituality. Just give it the Jesus thing, mm-hmm. you know. And understand, remember, I am a preacher, so you know when I hear that, I kind of take a step back and go, "Wait a minute, right, mm-hmm. right, you know, right, right. God gave me the knowledge to be, you know, what That's I am, right. so yeah. that I couldn't be here to be of help to you, so mm-hmm. that you can find healing, right? So don't just, you know, ignore what's there, right? You know, right. a little little wine for the for the stomach is what it what it talks about. Mm. That's a that's a medicine. Mm. Okay, so if God created the medicine, why wouldn't you use it? Right. True. So the the issue with it is that some in some cases within our community we have to demystify what it is that mm. mental health is all about. Yes. The more we talk about it in our churches, the more we talk about it in our barbershops, the more we talk about it in the community, it, it lets people know that it's okay to do that right number two we have to get out of keeping in the house yeah keeping in the house is killing us hmm. say that again yeah keeping now, in the now, house is I, killing us i know I, I i know that there are some good reasons to keep things oh, in the house I get it. but how do we we pinpoint what stays in the house and, and what, what don't? comes out of the house biggest thing is 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 for me look at how it's affecting as far as psychology is concerned, it's not a disorder until it starts to affect you socially, mm. academically, and occupationally. Okay. If it's keeping you from keep, getting a, keeping a job, getting a job, mm. what about, I'm saying keeping, getting a job. If it's keeping you from ever being able to start or hold on to a relationship, mm. you've been dating in situationships 8, 10, 12 times and can't find somebody to marry you. Something's going on. Right, mm. right. You can't make a friend, mm. even if you had a paper doll and an outline to do it. You need to talk to somebody. Right, mm. okay? right. Okay, right. We talk about you, this this in the house thing. You mentioned the history. There's a term called epigenetics. Okay. Okay. I think if anybody's seen uh, uh, Dear White, Dear White, Dear people, white people, yeah, right. That's probably the, when yeah, they were yeah, first yeah. first heard. Okay. <laughs> This isn't just something that's known among black people. If you read this book called uh, The Body Keeps School, mm-hmm. they talk about epigenetics. And what this is is trauma that follows its way from where it originated, slavery, even just in different parts of our family, alcoholism, that's found its way all the way down genetically into our body. Mm-hmm. Wow. So... Think about that. You have some genetic trauma that has followed you for over 400 years. Keeping that in the house isn't going to get rid of that. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and if I can't, am I wrong to say this? Because it's normalized. Yeah. Right. It is. It becomes yes. normalized. Like I said in the beginning, it's, it's normal. Young people now, it's normal for what happens. Oh, he got shot. Right. Or she, uh, he beat her up. Oh, you know, it wasn't, he didn't beat her up. He kind of. He shoved her. Yeah. Right? And the girls, the young ladies even say that. Well, she didn't, right? So you asked the question about keeping it in the house, right? 
we kept it in the house if I'm right if I'm not right but if we kept it in the house because the people who were counseling and, and administering us didn't look like us right right so if you go say I'm not telling them because they gonna take everybody up out of here right yeah. right, right? right and that's yeah. and that's the main yeah. area of I want black men out the house mm. so yeah. this is the only way you can get a welfare check I gotta take them up out the Claudia. house Claudia right Case in point, Claudia. right? The show, so, the move, show, right? Claudia, yeah. And then the transfer of power, right? Mm-hmm. He been beating me. Master and the power system been beating me. I have no power, so the only other place I can take my power out is on you. Yeah, right. I cannot function in this society. Haki Mahabuti, the great poet, poet, if you're ever familiar with Haki Mahabuti from Third World Press, he wrote, he said, there's a power that white men have that black men will never know. It will either make them drink themselves together to death, beat their wives to death, or sit at a sit at a table and take a forty five out and blow their head because oh. they know they will never have that power, and they'll so they got to extract it. That's what the hood do, right? The cat that can't make it, no matter how tough he is, no matter how many blocks he on, no matter how much money, drugs he has, etc., he is still seen to the higher powers as the N word. Mm-hmm. You can't go past this street without them reminding you, LeBron. Right. Uh, 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 Jay, any of them, mm-hmm. somewhere in the back of the mind, and get stop, right? Right, 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 right. So when you say, why do we keep it in the house? Because the people who were administering, who were the psychologists, didn't look like us. Mm-hmm. Right. So you talk to who was the psychologist? Maybe the pastor. Mm-hmm. And if he said, Absolutely. give it to Jesus, for that generation, Definitely. Jesus was. For this new generation, you say, I don't know about. I'm giving this to Jesus, nor church, because that's another conversation. The right. black men not going to church because right. what you see in right. there, right? right? Then the other thing you say, um, well, okay, who else can I talk to? You talk to your guy, maybe, and right. his conversation his level is of about limited. here, right? Yeah. right. Yeah. And the last one is we're going to have a drink and talk. Mm-hmm. And depending on where this drink and this person is, it's not helping. So... And then that last part is that the culture, are they looking at the culture? The psychologist, he's not looking at the, the very things of our culture. That has been a part of our culture. It's a matriarchal, black, African societies were matriarchal societies. There was never a, I'm boss in that. It was a power together, right? Big Mama was your counselor quiet. And grandfather's the wisdom club of that. Now that's gone. So if they ignore the culture, then they're going to ignore the problem. And they right. just gonna see they got a little girl got a weapon on her leg. Break up the family. Right. Yeah. Well, we might go, she was getting out of pocket. Right. Mm-hmm. They needed to do XYZ. Right. So you gotta have more psychologists that look like us. And so is that so is, so so is that your your advice is that it's better for a black man to have a, a black therapist because that cultural piece of not having to explain it. Like, can, how can you... Before you ask this, let me, I, I don't even say that. Let me just say this. I don't just say... I, he, they need to be... Uh, the, sci, the, the, the psychologists need to be culturally aware. They don't okay. just... They need to be culturally okay. aware. Not okay. just... Norm says the statistics. I'm saying of who we are as people of African descent. Okay. Of brown people, Asian people. They... Nobody else has to go to anybody other than, that looks like us, that doesn't look like them but us. Right. Yeah. Got it. What I'll say is this. You need, I will agree with him. You need to go to someone that is culturally aware. One of the things that is important for any therapist in these days is that you have to have cultural awareness. Unfortunately, there aren't a lot of black male therapists. You know, 
I don't like the word uniform, but unfortunately, in many cases, we are. However, however, there are a lot of sources to find black so, therapists and uh, even white therapists that are culturally aware. Mm-hmm. You know, okay. because the things about, like, for instance, one of the researches, one of the some of the research I was doing before this, we we're talking about black male depression, and one of the preventions of that is the fact that there are factors like discrimination that really go into why depression is so prevalent amongst black men. But if I'm dealing with a therapist that doesn't understand, you know, I just can't walk out of the house and go to Jimmy Bob down the street and say, give me a job. Because right. Jimmy Bob's like, we don't want your in Right, right, so, right, right, right. You know, it's like, right. well, well, no, I'm not. Why can't you? They just right. put in the application. Right. And it's like, it didn't work that way. The bootstrap right. theory. Right. Well, it's about a bootstrap. Right. You know, that's what but, they're saying. But you have, but you have to have that awareness, and there are some that do, and I and I will admit that there are some that do. But there are plenty of resources, and actually, uh, on, on my bio that I left with you guys, I left at, at least four to five different organizations that a person can go through and just and and do a search for black therapists. Mm-hmm. Um, one of those is, um, I think there's Black Therapists for Men. Yes. There is also yeah. an organization called Black Therapists for Women. <laughs> Right. Yeah, <laughs> black therapy for uh, black therapy yep. for black women. Yeah. Therapy That's for black girls. Yeah. So, so there, so there are all there are a number of them that are out there, and it's just really about opening up your yourself to really find what's available to you. That's right. Okay. Um, another one of those those books, just to throw it out there, um, my grandmother's hands. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's a great book mm-hmm. that talks about our trauma as we have to deal with it from three aspects. Black people's trauma, white people's trauma, and black, and it's not black, but and police trauma. Oh boy. Because if you really look at just how these traumas come about, right? a lot of this is coming from some of the history that on the white side that is not talked about of traumas that they brought with them. And the fears that they brought with them, that they then put placed upon us. Wow. Well, when I see their fears, I see their fears. You know, and it's hard. And I think it's even hard. Dr. Joy DeGruy has a book, Post Traumatic Slave Syndrome. Mm-hmm. Amazing book. I think we should all read it. Mm-hmm. Right? Very good. It's, it's an amazing book. She really breaks down, mm-hmm. again, about this, the mental, uh, dealing with mental health. Right? Uh, she gives this great example. Um, First off, I think we have to keep using, this as well as we're going to see counselors and things of that nature, there's so many other non-traditional things, right? Men have to, brothers have to create safe spaces amongst each other. Mm-hmm. Right? Once you hold each other accountable, meaning that, hey fam, you can't be hitting her like that. Right. That's not cool. Right. We have to make it normal again. It has to become normal to go and get help. Right. It's not normal. It's Death is normal amongst young people now. It looks pretty now. Mm-hmm. Shooting black men down in the street is normal now. Right. I'm saying on the news, it's not a big deal to the masses that be, right? Uh, this is a part of the culture that they're selling to us through marketing. It's a narrative. That's the narrative. So is that part of how you feel like young people see something happening, like and they pull out their phones versus it's helping? A part, it's a really? part That's of... That's the first knee-jerk re- jerk reaction knee instead jer- of helping pull out it, your phone yeah and, and it's the but it's the most common thing it's, it's right. cool yeah you understand what i mean mm. remember 
remember at a certain age we were younger and a girl got pregnant when we was in high school? Mm-hmm. She didn't go to high school with us. Mm-hmm. No. We was I all at Lady school. Pitts. Right? She, I said we. We was okay. all at right? Lady Pitts. We right? was all at Lady so Pitts. You went, right? Right? Yes. Lady Pitts. And it was almost sometimes they used to send her down south. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes. right? Mm-hmm. No one tell, yeah. don't tell nobody yes. that, right? Yeah. If your uncle came or cousin, back with an extra sister something or brother, like that, right? It wasn't no, so, and then it was like if if a cousin or uncle went to jail and you didn't see somebody, a, a friend moved in the neighborhood. He said, "Well, where your dad or well he uh, so and so, right?" It wasn't like you told he went to jail. Right. Well, as the '80s and etc. I came on, that became a badge of honor. Where your dad? My dad locked up. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Or what happened? Oh, she just had a baby. You got a shower for her and all of this, right? Right. Yeah. It's common now. It's accepted now. Right. Now. Getting help has to become that same way. Yes. Absolutely. Living yeah. long has to become yep. that way. Yeah. So you got to create You're these right. places. The barbershop, is, as you said, the mm-hmm. barbershop is a place where men will have one-on-one serious conversations. The, the the ports that we go to even at 502 when we're sitting mm-hmm. having cigars, mm-hmm. the golf club, golf mm-hmm. place, wherever you are, you right. have to start creating these places that are safe and you create a confidant so that way somebody can hold you accountable. That's we have right. to look at who... We hold accountable. Now, I wanted to share this real quick about what I said with Dr. Joy DeGruy. We talk about mental health real quick. Says that how protecting black children and black men, right? She gives this great example of there's a black mother and a white mother in the store. And the uh, they go to the same school. The two kids go to the same school. The black child is ex- uh, excelling exceptionally. He's a athlete, honor roll student, uh, student council. I mean, he's consciously aware. He's everything. Mm-hmm. The young white kid is struggling. Mm-hmm. The black, the white mother says to the black mother, uh, oh my God, your son is amazing. He's a, oh my God, I wish my son was more like it. What do you think the mother said immediately? Girl, he a handful. I have to put him in his place every time. He think he know more than you know. Now, she not knocking him down. Quietly, she defending him from them because You've been taught to defend. You've been taught to right. defend. My grandmother saw men hung. My grandmother saw mm. them try to shoot my grandfather. Her way of defending was, shh, right. Right. same Keep with our quiet. house. Mm. Don't you go out there and tell what happened in here. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not saying that's the right way. Right. So how do we get more psychologists? One, it has to be a recruitment. And if we can't, then we have to get these books. There's Dr. Naheem Akbar, mm-hmm. a profound black psychologist. My name, Kwabana, comes from the N2U Rites of Passage, from the Akan people, right? The very his, the very methods they use uh, in modern psychology now, speaking now, the uh, from Maslow's hierarchy and et cetera, mm-hmm. he, he developed from these African traditional studies. Mm-hmm. The, the hierarchy, uh, 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 the P&J, all of that, it comes from these things, the eight stages of life. They come, it's the very th- same thing, um, you know how that what's the, the the eight stages of life uh inferiority forces infor okay. all of that mm-hmm. uh the eric erickson eric erickson Erickson. he was a profound psychologist who created the eight stages of life but it's directly from our culture and society so what i'm saying is that one way we deal with mental health outside of going we got to get back to who we are as people mm-hmm. we killing each other because we don't have pride so which one is more important our age group or the generation coming up. What do you mean? Of getting healthy, getting the 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 men's it's mental a combination health. Of, it's, it's a combination of both. Circle. It's a combination of both. I Everything mean, needs on, on our side, what, 
number one, from, from a men's point of view, from the older men's point of view, we have to know that it's okay for us to talk to one another. And we have to be we have to be willing to break that to even old speak to code. one another. Right. We have to break that old code to, to talk to one another. Because what the studies show is that if that is taught from the parent point of view, then it trickles down to the kids and it makes them healthier. Mm. They there are less incidences of them get of them developing mental health issues if from the parent point of view they're taught this. Yeah. They're they're yeah. encouraged here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I think of, of a group of guys that I was with and we were sitting at a table and just talking, you know, playing cards, and something came up and you know it was just turned into this very deep intense conversation Mm -hmm. and at the end of it you know they just kind of looked at one another and was like it's we've never really talked like that organic it's very organic and because of that friendships developed and other things developed so that when problems arose it wasn't like uh you know i have to deal with this on my own Mm -hmm. it became all right you know Mm -hmm. my house nine o'clock Let's get let's get it let's done. Let's get it done. That's mm-hmm. the only way that it that's that it happens. I, I hate it when people say it's too late mm-hmm. to catch the older ones. Right. Mm-hmm. You gotta start with the No it's not. Mm-hmm. No it's not. I didn't start in this career until I was forty. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I have done a lot of things over mm-hmm. <laughs> But if it's not too late for me to start, right. it's not too late too late for you to learn. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's not too late for you to hear. And that part right there, the yes. healing part. Mm-hmm. So because if we if we just write off our generation, then there's no they're saying there's no hope for healing. Absolutely. So then a person has to live out the rest of their days in this Helplessness. space. In this space. Look, but you know what you said, healing, right? Mm-hmm. Healing deals with forgiveness, right? And there you go. You understand? We asking yeah. people yeah. to heal, right? Like you asking. People, you ask, and I, I have to put this in the biggest, in the biggest, in the smallest cunt, uh, 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 bubble I can put it in. You asking people on the south side of Chicago to heal when his, he just killed his brother. Sure. Mm-hmm. Hey, y'all got to cool out now. You asking women to heal when this guy just drug her through the mud. You asking people to heal when they don't even know they hurt. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you said, it was organic. Like right. it's people that we know that's walking healthy, but really they got. If you listen to them, you like, There's man, you something going yeah, on. You need right. some. Yeah, you something need. No, right. I don't. Yes, no. I just heard you talk. You need mm-hmm. some help, mm-hmm. and I need some help too. Right. So healing says, how do we heal? But so we got it again. What does healing look like? Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's not just saying, hey, I'm sorry. Right? right. We know it's not just that. We know it's not just removing somebody out of the community. What does healing look like? Healing is, is, a, is a heavy thing because women know healing better than men, right. right? You hit me as a man, you're like, I ain't letting that go. No, nope, you know, I know, right. no, man, no. And the boys, as you say, will see it like you bet not. What they say, you, if he hit you, you hit him, hit him back. back. That's told in the door, yeah. right? Yeah. So what does healing look like? And then if we're going to say heal, I'm not talking. See, my healing is let's heal amongst each other. We got to heal amongst men. We got to heal amongst women. I'm not worried about, I'm sorry, I'm not worried about those that don't look like us healing with us because they've been saying they're sorry forever. Right. You can't give peace without reconciliation mm-hmm. and restitution. Right. You can't say I'm sorry for taking everything we had and then say, okay, no, well, if you feel that way, here, how about 
something you for, do. right? So you say we got to have a healing. What does healing look like? Maybe healing, because it's, it's a broad definition of what right. healing looks but like. But healing, first you got to get past what does healing mean if for and forgiveness, right? So so you got to be able to heal, you got to forgive. Uh-huh. But forgiveness is is getting past, we have to get past taking a person off the hook. Because that's what it feels like. That's the and definition that's, of that's what it. That's but that's, what it, that, no, it's actually not. It, it's no, not. I wasn't because, saying it was a definition. Okay, I was okay. saying that that's what we put a the definition yes, like. Right, oh, no, I ain't forgiving, right? Right, right. right, I ain't right. That's how, right. Because mm-hmm. I'm taking you off the hook. If I forgive you, that means I took you off the hook for the pain that you 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 inflicted on me. And you right. got However, away with something. It took, you got me, away it took me a you right. got away with it. And I need you to suffer the way you hurt right. me. It took me years to figure that out, and and I'm still I still, still work on right, that, go, I right, still, and I still work right. on that. Forgiveness is removing the power that that person has over you, and that's what that's made it, it so easy for me because when that when I was able to understand that that switch in thinking, mm-hmm. it was a, a mental shift. I said, oh, that I get that. Mm-hmm. So therefore, I can forgive easy because this person doesn't. They don't have that power over me. So you right. hear it. You hear it, though. You mm-hmm. hear you hear what you should be doing. You hear that, that forgiveness is for you. Yeah, the, mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't feel like that. You know, mm-hmm. I don't feel that. Mm-hmm. But it was it was until, and I even heard a story Oprah, years and years ago. Um, Oprah said she was in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Had fell out with some, a friend, a female friend, and she was holding on to it. And she said she saw her walking down Michigan Avenue and it instantly mm-hmm. hadn't talked to that woman and or seen her in years, but instantly went back to why they were mad at each mm-hmm. other. But she barely remembered why right. they were mad at each other, right? But she looked over there and she thought, she walking into Tiffany. Living her ain't, ain't, <laughs> ain't thinking about that situation. Nope. And she said that was basically her aha moment. I had a moment like that not too long ago. Like somebody, you know, you 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 have disagreements with with people, and 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 I had one, and I just was like, I didn't understand it. You know, when mm-hmm. it's not your fault, or I felt like it wasn't mm-hmm. my At least fault. You thought that right, right, right. right, right. I'm mm-hmm. like, why why is this interaction this way? And so okay, we go our own separate ways. And then when I saw her for the first time, I was just like, immediately went, went back. I right. went back. And had a whole attitude, right? She walked right up to me and gave me a hug like nothing had happened. Mm. I still wanted to have an attitude because mm-hmm. I'm like, how you forget? You know, how how, I, how did you forget? You forget. can't forget. But, but again, it goes time. We talking history again, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talking history. Nat said, okay, I'm going to let it go, right? So how do you ask a black boy to forgive his father? And he say he just broke out. Forgive him, man. How do you say to a woman, you know, baby, you gotta forgive him. I know he molested you. You gotta forgive him, right? No, I'm just, I'm just saying. Right. No, I am, we saying right. now, like, mm-hmm. how do you forgive a mother who just d- neglected you? How do you forget? So, you asking people, it sounds good. So we disarmed. She gave you a hug, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. I think the forgiveness comes when you say, "What's the big picture?" Right. Yeah. Because you, because to me, anything I do, I have to take it and go back to the community I'm working with. I'm going in the classroom with young black boys. I'm going in the prisons with dudes. They got to come out. The man that killed my father, I never got to see. I probably walked past this dude five to ten times, probably a hundred times in my life. And I just found out he was dead two years ago. My mother never told me. Mm. I was so angry when she told me 
and I saw these, and I got really angry and speaking of forgiveness, I saw these pictures with him, right? Even though he was messed up, I saw these tributes. I was mm-hmm. like, oh hell no. He got he got to do what my dad didn't did. do with me. He right. got barbecues. No, no, yeah. I'm not right. Wow. Then now forgiveness comes from the heart. What you say, how to forgive? I looked on there and I saw his grandson. His grandson does the same exact thing I do. Mm. Mm. Interesting. So everybody's life got messed up. I think we learned to forgive when we stopped saying my pain was bigger than your pain. Damn, it is. That's, that's, it, that, that's why I say oh. what's the definition? Because the minute we go, hey man, we all messed up. I that lost. Cancels it out. The, so look, you know, you can't say, no, I lost five people. And I lost four people. Now I'm not talking when we say slavery and, and other people. No, I'm not. Ta- I'm talking just the most in our community amongst us. Right. If we go, it wasn't my fault. It was his fault. We said, you know what? Look, man. Here's what. Uh, look, look. You lost some. I lost some. Can we start over? Right. Because I'm finna let it go. How you gonna let it go? Because they do it every day on the streets. Well, the one thing that men have traditionally have been known for is being able to. Um, Fight it out and forget it. Yep. Y'all, <laughs> women are the ones that seem to hold on to stuff. To but hold men on to tend, that, but that's the myth. That right. We hold that, our that grudges differently. We yeah. hold it. Okay. But now, see, again, we talking mental health and history now. There's, remember we say yeah. there are more boys being at home with young with mothers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Their interactions are different. Man, oh, hey, man, damn. Calm down. Why is you losing? Oh, God, I'm going to do this, right? You got all these different things in there. Mm-hmm. So they don't let it go like, you know, the gentleman's thing. Like, you know what? Yeah, we at the club and I see you. You know what? It's other people. It's kids playing. I'm going to give you a pass. I'm going to deal with it later. Oh, no, that ain't go right there. Right there. Blah, whatever is over there, right? Mm-hmm. It's right. no pass, right? Right. So you say they held on. It used to be that way. I When I hear that, when I hear when you say with men saying we will let it go faster, it, it's, it's, it goes back to this whole stereotype too of like, mm-hmm. stop acting like a LeBron, man. Mm-hmm. Let, let it go. You know what right. I mean? Let it go. Look, we're going to sit over here and we're going to get this out the way and move on, right? right. Mm-hmm. But depending on where you come from and how you are, that's why I said, how do we let go of grudges? It has, a, it has the, we got to deal with the heart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, we can't go in and say, you need help, man. This is what we say. I'll try my best. Hey, little brother. A brother, a grown man. Hey, man, listen. You got a son, right? If you keep this route, somebody else gonna be raising your son. Mm-hmm. Right. Hey, man, you got a daughter. If you keep this up, somebody gonna raise your daughter, and they not gonna see your daughter in the same fashion, and they gonna have a look at your daughter that you not gonna have in the best way I can have it. Right. If you don't make some changes, brother, or go see somebody. You say you love your mother, then you putting your mother through this trauma, your sister, your aunties, all these people through trauma. You need help, King. Yeah. There's, and, and I can only take you this far. So I'm your gateway to him. Mm-hmm. Do you understand? We have right. to have liaisons to say, yeah. they're not going to come see you, but they might come sit with me and I can say, if the little dude, if somebody, adult, grown man or woman say, I'm going to commit suicide, I know that's not my thing. So I'm going to say, hold on, sit right here for a second. Wait a minute. Awesome. I got hey, somebody. Yep. Rob, yep. listen, I got somebody sitting right here now. I'm going to hold them as long as I can. I need you to come over here and do That's your expertise. We can become liaisons. We yeah. get these guys or these women and men in rooms. They're going to yell, but at least we say, okay, you feel that way? Hold on. Let me help. And I think the psychologists that we dealing with mental health, right? When we dealing with this mental health, 
it has to be an understanding of our culture mm-hmm. and how we diffuse situations. You know what I mean? How we diffuse situations. Because, you know, just because we raise our hand, don't mean I'm finna, you know, Barney Mack used that, you know, if you ever seen him do the uh, mother, whatever, yeah, yeah, MF yeah. is, uh-huh. right? And he's like, man, black people just loud. They raise their hand, ain't gonna bust a grape, you know? Right. So you catch a guy, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna tear this joint up. Yeah, he ain't gonna do nothing. Right? I'm just, but I'm saying, right, right, right. right? And if we in the presence of, as you say, someone who don't look like us, or even if they look like us and they are not accustomed, they like, oh man, they wilding out. Come right. down here. Right. And that means that for a man, your husband's size. Right. Because he raised right. up too hard. Right. Whoa, whoa. whoa. Yep. Calm down. What you mean, calm down? Right. I'm just talking. No, Mr. DeCrobin, calm. What, you, what do you mean? Right. For I know it, as I try to move out the door, it's a gunshot, right? Mm-hmm. right. I'm not concerned with them. They're not going to ever concern themselves about our mental health. Right. It, it cares. They care little. And when I say them, I'm people people of white supremacy, people who care to see black people die in the street. It is not in their best power for us to heal ourselves. Right. Mm-hmm. Our power is needing to go through our communities, re, uh, re, you know, put grandfathers back on a high pedestal. Those men, those wise men. Grandfathers are sitting in McDonald's now. Nobody misses the grandfathers. Yeah. Well, here let's talk about the grandmothers and the grandfathers. Sure. And I'm one. The I'm, first I'm, psychologist. And their I, voices. I'm, yes. I'm I'm one of them. They're not in the age bracket of those of those <laughs> that have that wisdom anymore. Mm-hmm. So yeah. the grandmothers mm-hmm. are 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 younger and younger. Sure. And so there isn't as much that we can share and and give back. Absent when from we wisdom. haven't even lived mm-hmm. long uh, mm-hmm. enough to have that same, so we can't do. We have to figure out a way, a different way to do it, you know, because that age difference of that whole rush of teen pregnancy mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. has generated a bunch of young grandmothers and grandfathers. Give what you can. There you we, go. I, I just think we know. I'm sorry. This is just. No, no, no. I just mm-hmm. think we know. Mm-hmm. I, I only know what I know. Right. And, and I and I think we all are required to learn more. Right. But if we were our grandparents' age, we couldn't deal with what our kids are dealing with because they couldn't deal with when, when the crack and the drugs hit the streets. Our grandmothers had no idea yeah. what that was. Yeah. So they weren't prepared. When you have to say, Mama, you got to lock everything up because he finna, no, he don't. He just, he just needs Jesus. No, Mom. When you go to bed, you're going to everything we got in here, here. they still it. Yeah. Yeah. So cousin can't stay here tonight, right? right? Mm-hmm. We are better equipped when we see our grandsons or grandchildren. Ho, ho, ho. Don't, uh I'm not that far no, removed. I know mm-hmm. what you about to go. Oh, right. no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. Them four friends with you. Okay, tomorrow y'all going to do X, Y, Z, but they not doing nothing today. Right. I seen it, right? Right. So what I'm saying, we know what we know. We still listen to their music a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, we still wear some of the clothes. So we not that far removed. I'm just right. saying, we know what we know, and we get wisdoms, which comes back to what we're saying with the training of our community. Right. We are so far from removed. Everybody want, we used to love being black, and we just don't no more. No. So how do, um, I'll ask you, Robert, um, both of you, where do we play? the part, the women that love the black men. What's our role? What how do we support? Role? First of all, how talk about how we dishonor men. Where did that come from? Because I know that there was there there was a t- point in time where m- our mothers and grandmothers are, 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 are um, raising daughters and baby and boys loving and loving that. raise my daughter love, love my son so yeah. we're we're being raised the opposite of 
boys and men now. So we're being told to be tough. We're being told that you got to have your own. We're being told that you, you get your education. We're being told that you don't need to depend on one. And we're all about, and so what does that do when we go out there and now we're trying to uh, have a partnership with somebody? Well, some of it's not your fault in that there's so many single mothers raising, having to raise our, our children now. So because of that, you know, you only know what you know. Right. So, you know, if, if I'm going to do what I, I'm going to teach the nurturing things to my son because that's all I know. Right. I don't you know, know how to be a man. I don't know, I don't how, to know how to teach him how to be a man when I'm a My thing has always been you always have three people in your life mm-hmm. you have a mentor, mm-hmm. you have somebody to keep you accountable, yes, and sir. you have somebody to bring up. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. Okay. Mentor, you. Your, your role would be to find a group of women that can help you better raise right. your, your, your children and get that education. Yeah. We don't have enough parenting education. We're still put, picking up antidotes from back in the day. Yeah. Right. Okay, so we need, we need to do that and surround ourselves with it. We can't disregard grandma and grandpa or mm-hmm. our grandma's grandpa mm-hmm. because there's things that we still don't need to learn. Mm-hmm. But amongst ourselves, you've learned things. Right. You've learned things that you can share with the younger young ladies that have children, with yes. the ladies your age that mm-hmm. have children, mm-hmm. right. and you can you can mentor them. And by mentoring them, then now they learn. Okay, I need to have that sister with me that is going to tell me the truth. Yeah, right. accountability. Right. Accountability. What I am doing is janky, and mm-hmm. it needs to stop. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know. Right. Here's you know talk to the brother. Talk to the brother here. Talk. To, Talk to talk to the uh, um, talk to your uncle here. You know, you know, they they've had a network so that they know. Okay, this is where I need to go back to. And then you gotta have somebody to pull up. Mm-hmm. You, you gotta because if, if you're not pulling anybody else up, then they're not learning. Right. Yeah. No, right. no. And you right. yeah, this is going right. yeah, and then right. mm-hmm. you're just gonna wild out. The so how do we? So how do we love? Yeah. Where where does that? How do we? How do we love a broken man? Okay, you Hold on much, a second. Much, hey! <laughs> 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 we about right, to wrap right, up right, in the I, next I five no, minutes. If you follow, let me say this. Right. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I, I want to say what you, you ask the question. Because, <laughs> 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 you know, <laughs> what they well, do, uh, what's the round shots, shots on that one. Shot. <laughs> right. I'll take the I'll take it down. Laverne, you asked the role women play. You know, see, in, in, one, uh, what the brother said makes sense. Uh, you have to show what excellence looks like. That's, I just think you have to show. We're we not showing what it looks like. When, when, when people do ignorant things and they see all this and they showing a, a, a young mother... Uh, letting her kid do whatever. It, it gets thousands of likes. They share mm-hmm. it all over. Mm-hmm. Well, why come when we see something positive, you don't share that? You got to share that just as you well. Yeah. So people can go, oh, wow, that looks good. Because that's what they missing. Yeah. And he said, mentor, what role do women play in all of this? Like, make space for when a man is hurting that he don't, if he tell you, man, baby, this is rough, listen. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. let him be vulnerable for a minute. Mm-hmm. Right? Let let him say, you know, I'm messed up. Let's let him hear it instead of saying, no, that's not the case. No. Mm-mm. Let me say it first. You can we can fix it. One, also let guys find their guys that they can deal with because that's he's true. You know, 
there's something I can say to him that I may can't say to my significant other. Mm. Right. Like this, vice versa. Right. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. Ex- let that be. It's, it's not. It's not that he's going for nonsense. There may be that moment. Hey, you know what? Let him go talk to so and so. Right. And if so and so is really a brother and friend of his, he won't say to you, you know, Nat. Look, I ain't trying to get in your business, but this is what I think is happening. It's not real good. We can work on this together. Mm. You know, you become a friend also, an ally. We become right. allies. Yeah. Right? And the last part, even if you're a young woman, and the, the whole thing about independence and they saying, oh, you need to get your own, you need, that's understandable with the times we're living in. There are right. men, black men locked up. Mm-hmm. There are black men dealing with sexuality. There are black men, um, uh, there are black men that are not involved in the community, the mental health, the job. It's a whole bunch that's going on. So that's understandable to say, baby, get your own, look, sister, young sister, get your own things. That's no problem. But be careful of that narrative you give mm. to say, I'm not telling you not to go prepare yourself to get your own, but I'm telling you, be prepared to take care of yourself in this world regardless. Right, right. right and let right, black right. love, and, and let it be seen when it's good. You yeah, know what I mean? Right, right. And let it be seen when it's ugly, too. Oh, yeah. Because, because then that, we kill a fairy tale of, like, oh, y'all are the most beautiful couple. Yeah, this uh, picture look right, good. Right, right. But you should have seen us, like, three minutes before this picture. <laughs> right, right. You know what right, I mean? Good. You know what right, I mean? Right, So I, th- when you say to play the role, it's that... Because I think the hardest part with is that brothers will say, and I've heard many brothers say this, and I even have my moments where they say, she's not listening. You know what? Mm-hmm. She's not going to talk to me. Right. You know, right. you say, how you here? Because now you ain't listening. You know, side chick season become. Right. Right. Just right. Side chick season. Right. But I'm saying, you say, yeah. but now that becomes because you're going to find it where you can get it. Right. Yeah. And even if it's a false pretense over here, right. some people just want to say, they just was listening to me, right? Young right. boys go to the streets because. They got the attention. Girls go to this guy because I didn't have dad, so these things are there. So what I'm saying is it's okay to pay attention. Like, let him talk for a minute because you can find where it's at. And if you have, if you're a mother and you got a young, a young lion and you like one, do not tell him he going to be the man of the house. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. If you, that's the, if if you tell a boy, he's going to be the man of the house. He's going to assume that role. I'm going, right, without responsibility, without work. So when you do happen to bring a man there, it's going to be a fight. It's a tie. Because this is my territory. I was here first. And mama told me this, right? Greatest example is Baby Boy. The movie Baby Mm, Boy. That guy wasn't that bad of a guy. But mama, he has been in here, and this is domain. You say how men, you say we get along. But really on the domain, like I was over here first. Right. So be careful of the narrative you tell him, right? Get some grooming. So therefore, when he's in young, right, and you say, well, he's just being a boy. Oh, oh, careful. No, check that now. That's not how you do that. So then y'all should be also having these conversations with young mothers of teen boys to help them, to help some of the young mothers with their language and how they they interact with their boys yeah. when dads aren't around. We right. liaison. Right. We yeah. have to have a liaison yeah. like yeah. y'all because of what we're dealing with now. You say, mm. it can go. When young ladies I work with want to talk to me, I was like, I, you know, and they need help, I can't talk to them. Right. I didn't hug students I had. I'm very distant because you don't, the, the you worst just, thing yeah. is, yeah. Mr. Quab and I text me at nine o'clock. Mm. Whoa, 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 you understand? You're like, wait a minute, whoa, right? No, I didn't. Right. Well, I, I found your number on what's the name, and, and I. So now you have another it's something piece. Else. And yeah. because they haven't dealt, as you just, if I'm wrong, you said, because they have been told this, this, and that, and they watch mother get hurt, 
They say to get to a woman, you got to cut through the seven men she been through. Ooh. Right? So whatever this history is, and you just say, hey, little sister, like I saw a young lady in the mall, not like I wanted to, I almost want to tear up because it was so harsh how she was doing a little boy, and I just I did it as fast as I can. Sister, I don't want to get in your business, but please, you shouldn't talk like that. And I kept on walking. Mm-hmm. I disarmed her real mm-hmm. quick. But what she was saying to him, and I'm looking it's at destroying. him. He going to hit somebody when he get a chance. Yeah. Because she didn't show, I'm, and, yeah. and blah, blah, blah. And I bought you that. And I was like, sister, I did it as fast. I said, sister, I'm just, I'm, I'm blah, 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 blah. And I kept on going. I didn't give her a chance to say nothing back. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm saying, I get emotional because that's a regular conversation. You That's hear. shaping him. That's shaping him. So Something. it has to be a liaison. Yeah. Like, we have those talks. You got to have those talks with sisters. We got to step right. in. You got to. You, you got to So that's so I'm glad you say that cuz that we started off saying that we we true advocates for men because when you say that we Which have to are. listen, we have yeah. to listen and all of that. So there's that line of the work that we do of advocating for against domestic violence. Mm-hmm. Sure. So we know that 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 hurt man who is 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 abusing us we done, listen, bigger, we done listen picture. to them stories, though. Mm-hmm. We done listen to, oh, the white man is keeping me down. I can't go to work. My, my, my I don't have a good relationship with my mother. And we try to, yeah. to stay in that relationship because of those things. So it's a thin line to be able to say support and hear those traumas out. Sure. But, and not get abused at the same time, not become the one who is, is, is the becomes the punching bag mm-hmm. of that trauma. Mm-hmm. So we have to figure out that while we support both sides, oh, right? Yeah. And so when when me and Natalie are always talking, we're like, okay, I always want to know why why did you do it? it it's not it, I always say it's not a uh uh it's an explanation. It's not an excuse. It's mm-hmm. it, it's why you did it. There you go. But it doesn't give you a, a pass to, to not right be now. accountable yeah. for, no, for it. Right there. But if we don't mm-hmm. figure out why they're doing it mm-hmm. or where this aggression is coming from, then it's just going to keep going. That's mm-hmm. what men have to step in. I think that's another reason um, once you can understand the bigger picture, that was why it was so easy for me to forgive. Mm. because I see the bigger picture. And it's not just in uh, this intimate partner abuse, Mm -hmm. but it also opened my eyes within my family. Mm. So why my mother is this way, Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't excuse the way she is, but I get that so I can therefore Mm -hmm. forgive her. And that's that's Mm -hmm. the key, actually, to forgiveness is is to kind of take that step back and understand Mm -hmm. where these hurts are coming from. And how damaged the person was that that perpetrated it against you. Mm. Within our community, there's an uncountable number of people that have been sexually molested. Mm. Yep. And I guarantee you that with all the black people that I've met in this place today, I guarantee you I'll run into three that have. Yep. Yep. They were hurt by people that were hurt before. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yep. And they are still walking around with that hurt and that trauma. Mm-hmm. The forgiveness part isn't about making it, giving that person some type of some type of release to say it's okay. You know, I I I, I can still hug, hug you, kumbaya. 
It's about regaining control of your own body. It's about regaining control of your own emotions and your own relationships. It's about learning how to trust again. It's about getting to a point to where you can say, I'm no, I'm not going to be that person. I'm going to be protective of my kids and teach them right, but I'm also going to be, I'm going to be prosperous and flourish of my own because this is not something that's going to bury me. This is going mm. to be the steps through life used to climb. That's Ooh. right. Yep. We said that, you know, good brother, that's amazing because we said that was yesterday's topic at Jesus. Turn your mess into a message. Yeah. What you guys do every day. Yeah. You got to be able to turn your mess into a message. Amen. The thing that came to break you has to be the king that builds you. Had not I lost my father, I'd probably be, I had no purpose. Yep. I'd be wandering. Had not, it's sad to say it, but the abuse and all of that gave you this platform. That's what they, yeah. they, are, they say, that your your purpose is, is, is buried in your pain. And it in is. our community, half the, that, and that's that half. right there. <laughs> when you say, we got, that's half our community, and that's what we're saying. How do you get them to forgive? Look, man, love yourself. First. But now you got it's you, it's a message in the, it's a message in this mess you're going through, mm-hmm. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Again, it comes to the narrative, right? These rappers, uh, G Herbro, I think the rapper in Chicago, a lot of them been getting therapy, right? Mm-hmm. Therapy is increasing in certain parts of Chicago because those guys are going. going. Yeah, mm-hmm. they put it on social media that yeah. they going. Yeah, so somebody is going. So you mean it's okay? Yeah, it's okay mm-hmm. to go, right? Again, lead community. Liaisons, painting the image of this is what it is. And I want to say this when you say about the broken men. I'm, I'm, when, when, one, um, you can recognize it because you reckon because it's in you too. That's right. You know, you know yeah. what it looked like when it's in you too. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. Yeah. And what we attracted to. Right. Right. I think it started with before the attraction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A man can meet a woman and love her, but if she has certain emotional, psychological issues, etc. you got to be a well-equipped guy to handle that. Absolutely. And you can't pretend that you can handle that. You may have to move on because there are certain things you just can't handle. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. She was abused, raped, etc. Right? She's not mad at you. She mad at everything that happened. So your one issue took it all the way to another right. level. Mm-hmm. Vice versa. So right. if you see it, love or love not, if you see it, you got to know like I, this is a lot more I can help, especially you got children, because you finna show them this, the and way. this becomes how it goes. Okay, this is what we do, because it have adverse effect, right? If I saw somebody, I said I ain't never put my hands on women, because what I saw. Right. Mm-hmm. Some people like this is what that's I how saw. you do. This, this is, is that's how I got her to, to this respond. Is how, this right. is how she respond, and some women go. Mary J. Blige said, well, if he didn't hit me, he didn't love you. Know, That's right. Right. He, right. Right. It's been passed right. now. So, right. again, we one. See, I just think we got the greatest tool of social media and platforms, mm-hmm. right? You got to sell the narrative. Right. And I hate to say it that way, but you, you have to sell the narrative of this is what it looks like. Men have to speak up when they see women abused. Mm-hmm. Men mm-hmm. have to speak up when they see girls, have young black women getting killed. Men have to say certain things because women are already saying for, but it got to be on on the highest level. Right. If they can make this song about that hot or whatever, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. They, so we got to, we can't get on a, a one million plays, but we do have YouTube, etc. So, hey, put this video out of this is what it looks like when we do well. That's right. why I got this mm-hmm. campaign. This is what it looks like because it's a marketing, it's a marketing scheme that's going that shows 
black men, black men will go for mental health, right? Mm-hmm. But because of the marketing, we don't go to the doctor. If you really did the numbers, we go to the doctor, but because they said we don't go, so that's what it is. Oh, if you grew up in a bad home, you gonna grow because the mark. That's what this has been the drop. This is what they've been fed. So, the beginning, slavery itself was the worst thing ever. But you know what was really worse? The day we got off the boat, Thomas Burrell writes in his book, it's called Brainwash. He says the marketing and the destruction of black people. He says, if we would have got off the boat dressed in these clothes and our hair done, they'd be like, why would you do these people like this, mm-hmm. right? right? But we didn't get off the boat like that. We got off the boat, women with their breasts out, men with their limbs cut off. They hadn't cleaned this. The ship stank from all nowhere else, hair all over the place, mm-hmm. chains and pulling us. The first images they saw were animals. And right. that's the image they sold for the rest of the centuries. Wow. Animals, animals. D.W. Griffin, when he did The Birth of a Nation, they animals. Right now, all this conscious rap we grew up listening to, get that up out here. Now they, so gold teeth is the end thing. Locks is the end thing. Peels, death, murder, all that's the end thing. That's what they selling us. We have to combat it the same way. Right. If you got social emotional learning, put those pictures up. That's why I'm always on social media. Anything I do, especially if I think it's positive, I'm going to show it. Right. Because we got to be... If they put their message about, I'm going to whoop her, you know what? Right. Then you got to put the message Let's out. Let's counter that. Hey, yeah. guess I'm what? If you do that, there are 20 brothers coming to see you tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Right. Tomorrow, there's 20 brothers going to be in front of your house. So I just need you to know that this is what it is. If you do this, this is what we're going to do. Okay, forget it. Let's stop reacting and say, this is what it looks like right. when you embrace black women. This is what it looks like when you get help. This is what it looks like when you're healthy and you will. We have to sell it like they selling it because they selling death. We gotta sell life. That's so, right. So I guess that's where that's where we have the men have to get to. Uh, one, the the first step is having a conversation, right? Getting mm-hmm. them to talk. Mm-hmm. Two is once they get the start having a conversation, get the help. And then the third thing is how you you present it to the world to say it's okay. True. So mm-hmm. to say it's okay to get that help because Charlemagne the God is a true advocate now. Mm-hmm. Anybody followed him anytime five years plus will know the type of ass yeah. he was. And he's still working and, it, yeah. Right, yeah. That he was like at a high level. He's he still apologizing for stuff yeah. wow. that he has done back then and he recognized. But I read, I read both of his books mm-hmm. and I was one back in the day who didn't care for him. But that transformation that he's making, and it's not just for himself, but it's the transformation. His vo- the platform, every platform he, you, you can barely talk to to Charlemagne without him before mentioning. him mention, mental without health. him mentioning, mm-hmm. how's your mental health? Right. What are you doing? Have you gotten therapy? Have you ever gone? You know, he's what letting I'm saying? it be right. known. He's, he's be the known. power of you guys. Yeah. Right. I've never had a conversation with you guys, either one of you, where you wasn't advocating for brothers, or advocating for women who have. For, I don't even want to use the term for abuse. I've seen you advocate for women making transformations of their life. Because mm, yeah. that's the narrative we go. Yeah. So that's a part of what you do. It's once you, again, it's the culture. We ha- If Charlemagne has a platform and he's on that platform and he's speaking it, that's again, it's a part of, again, as we go back, the culture now, they're telling them to sell pop pills. They're telling them to yeah. steal these cars. They That's the culture they're selling. So anytime we get a platform where we can say, Nah, man, that's not it. It's not the way. That was some young men who came to uh, uh, the uh, Real Men Real Talk last night. Powerful young brothers. We got up and gave them a standing ovation, right? Because I said I wanted them to walk out there knowing that they said something that was profound. 
Right, mm-hmm. right, right. When he go right. home and he got to walk on Atkinson and he going to see all that nonsense, for five minutes, his brothers got up. Right. Yeah. Wow. Man, yeah. you gonna, you and applauded yeah. him. Yeah. I was six. somebody. I'm so- I- I don't need you to tell me I got to do this, that, or the other. No, I'm somebody because I, I use my right. already. already. That It got to be continuously. Our communities are like they are, but when we get a chance, just holler. Little brother, little brother. King, don't do that. Listen, mm-hmm. I King, what's up, King? Hey, man, you need some help? Look, go over here and see my man. Right. You, you, you right. Can, I'll sit with you on some of these because we all still healing. I just wrote a letter about three years ago, and I passed it over. You say the healing. I wrote a letter to uh, all the young ladies that I had some part in their destruction. Mm-hmm. I wrote a letter to them. I like, hey, I went on. Wow. Because one young lady reached out to me. We were t- not reached out, but we were talking about something. And she told me an incident that happened between us when I was younger. And I was like, I had no idea. She said, oh, yeah. Every time it was mentioned. I felt that low. I was I was crushed. Oh wow! I was sitting there like, wow. So I literally. Was, so did you do that for you or for them? I think I did one. I did it for them, but I I think oh, I did it for them, cause I, I never looked at it the way you just said. Did I look do it for them or me? I I felt the need that I should have apologized. I apologized to my sister for not being the best big brother. I apologized mm. to my brother. I apologized to numerous of people. Because now, right, mm-hmm. you become, as we just said, how do you get help? What do you just said? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm, I feel good about me. I'm my best. Mm-hmm. I feel good. Mm-hmm. But I had to go apologize to them because I said, wow, I didn't know. So I reached. I said, hey, you, yeah, this is wow. what happened. So, hey, you know what? I was a boy. I, I, right? And I, you know, if I did and I didn't, et cetera, et cetera, this is, I, I want to apologize. Some responded back like, thank you. Others was like, you know, no. Uh-uh. Kick rocks. Yeah. It's too late. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's fair. But I wanted to at least be transparent and say, you know, Natalie, I am so sorry. I was a boy. I had no idea. Because, what we again, we taught. And a boy doesn't mean adolescent. No. A mm-hmm. boy, that form. You could be a 52-year-old boy. Yeah. Because yeah. what you yes. taught from, like, the young ladies we was in class with said, uh, when my wife do the classes where she do, where we come in with all she let the young ladies ask us questions. Mm-hmm. And they were asking, you know, the truth, the question, why do men uh, cheat and why, et cetera, why boys? They was asking boys. Mm-hmm. And, and I was honest as I could be and says, when we are boys, they are telling us, get as much as you can while you can. This is an object. Go get it. Do right. right? And it's wow. usually by 15, you 15, the dude that's teaching you, 12, the dude that's teaching you is 14. You know, and he tell Will Smith he said it understand. right. He said the guy told him uh, take her to McDonald's, and if she get out of pocket, put one on her, because mm-hmm. that's you, right. Right. Yeah. It's not an older guy. It's another guy. So you've been taught to you know to objectify. It, it ain't hers. I'm just getting what I can because right. you know one right. day it ain't. So if you carry this over and over and over again, even when you got a problem, now it become I'm gonna fix this with just give me a new chick. Mm-hmm. This is this with a new sex. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I'm gonna get right, and that's another form of mental health. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. Because mm-hmm. that you are in denial of. No, ain't nothing wrong with What's me. What's wrong with you? Right. Something wrong with you? Because it gotta be something wrong that you feel that you messed up over here. No, I'm straight. You already over right. there, so you took this. And you smoothed it over there. It's right. the same. Problem. Just yeah. like Robert was saying, you were saying earlier. 
is <laughs> that if you can't hold a relationship, you have to be able to recognize that, that there's something wrong. Yeah. There's a movie called, um, I wanted to make sure I wrote it down, I'm Good Bro. It's, mm. You can find it on YouTube. Okay. Mm. Okay. It's unmasking black male depression. Okay. I'm Good Bro. Mm-hmm. And it's just a little documentary of a number of black men that were going through forms of depression, didn't really realize what, what was going on with them and how they got from where they are to where they are. Some didn't make it, some did. Mm-hmm. But again, it's about knowing what's going on with you, recognize what what it is so that you can go out and seek some help. Yeah. Right. What yeah. does it look like for depression for men? It depends on the man. Honestly, you know, because most cases in men, you, you think it's just going to be the crying. Well, when you think depression, you're thinking crying. You're thinking, you're thinking the, uh, you know, can't get out of bed, can't get out of bed which is true. But it's also very much silence. It's drug, it's drug use, increased drug use. Uh, in a lot of black men, it's a lot of irritation, especially when you're talking younger black men, mm-hmm. uh, adolescent black men. It comes off as irritation. Okay. You know, you, and you just wondering why? Why is this kid walking around so irritable? Why is he so angry? He's not angry. He's depressed. And so he's going to the principal's office every day, and people are like, you know, he's just an angry kid. Something's wrong with him. You know, we can't deal with him. And he's getting called. You know, he's got conduct disorder. He's, um, he's, uh, uh, what is it called? Um, oppositional defiant. Mm. These are the two. These are the two clinical terms that that they will get a lot of times. When in all actuality, he has depression. Or what is very underreported when it comes to our youth, especially in. Uh, in, in cities where there's a lot of crime and a lot of poverty is PTSD mm. yeah. because a lot of the because a lot of the manifestation of that is depression it's the irritability it's the, the uh, it's the paranoia it's you know despite a flight kind of a you have all of the, the bad dreams that you know all of this you know I, I'm fighting why? Because I'm I'm looking around every minute thinking that something's coming for me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And we yeah. carry that over. And, and, and you carry it over. over. I'm still. I, I, right. Oh, I absolutely. Got, I think I still have every one. I don't sit with my back to the door. Mm. You know. Absolutely. I never sit with my back to the door. I watch what car come through. Mm-hmm. You know. I'm looking. You know. Hey, what's up? Right. I size up. You know. Okay. That's the hyper vigilance. You know. Right. Uh, hey, baby. Now move over. You get behind. You, right. You get me. Can I pull something out. I don't know, uh, but it's all good. Did you, did you, you know, hey, baby, get behind me? You know, all of those things. Mm-hmm. I think we carry, you know, I just all of that. You said, uh, you said, what, uh, where is crime and um, there's a depression and traumatic with the brothers. You know, it's crazy because every other kid of every race gets to be a kid. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, and I'm not just saying because, but I'm saying literally. A teenager through your teen years are your most rambunctious and defiant years. Yeah. Right. It's this. I mean, it's a known. You, your parents. As you just, we was talking about the baby girl. Like at her teen, years, she's the most beautiful thing. But at 13, 14, your parents are not cool. You right. Know? Mm-hmm. right. I don't care right. what the world says. My grandson, yeah. You know, right. Everybody. Right. Oh man, that's your granddad. Yeah. You know when they right. see, right? We not cool. But and that's not and it's not that unnormal. That uh, I'm not advocating. It. But that a kid would jump in the car that runs fast, a kid would uh, 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 sneak out and go hang out. These are things that some of us did. But when it's black kids, it's heightened. Right. Because we know that when they go sit in front of a judge, it's going to be a clear difference. Right. This white sure. kid right. is going to be 
Well, he was just having fun. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, they just tore Madison up because they won the championship. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But we looting. Right. right. Mm-hmm. So some of the things they are doing is what kids are supposed to do. I'm not saying they should be stealing cars. No. I'm, I'm, I'm not the extreme, but I'm saying some of the, why did they, man, they jumped on the train. They ran and jumped on the train and didn't pay. Yeah. I think I've left out of Disney's <laughs> without paying in high school. I'm right, sorry. I mean, right, and, and right, even right. though your mother was like, how dare you? You kind of like, well, oh, okay. Right. But those are things. But we know, well, when our kids get caught, it's going to be a difference. So, again, when you just said that this whole thing of post-traumatic, we saw all this. So you carry this as you a man. Can, you because do. You do. I would go on record and say, I know I need therapy. The only thing that separates me that I'm able to write, the only thing I can do that separates me from not being either dead in jail or crazy like some of my guys, and I mean when I say the term no, crazy, meaning like I don't care, is because I was able to take a pen and pad. I, I journal every morning. Mm-hmm. But see, that, and that's the thing. Journaling. I, I love it when you said, you know, you, you were a poet, mm-hmm. you know, because that's that's actually one of the ways that I get my, my stuff out is, is I put it in poetry. Mm-hmm. You know, but journaling, poetry, the letter that you wrote, you know, mm-hmm. is a great example. It's used in grief therapy a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to just write that apology letter or write that goodbye letter mm. to someone that is passed, to someone that, you know, saying a goodbye letter to the streets. Mm-hmm. We do it in the workshop. We do it, mm-hmm. I think, that, That's good. you may have, we do yeah. a lot of cathartic writing in our workshop. Exactly. So we right. do this exercise, exactly. the truth is, we do this one with young men, um, we do one of the code words we use for young women who have been molested is we say, Who needs to apologize to you? Right? Mm-hmm. We don't ask mm-hmm. them right out, Who needs, you know, my uncle? Right. And you get the right. Mm-hmm. But when we are dealing with the young men, we'll do one where we'll say, um, They got to write a letter, Dear Self or Dear Streets. Mm-hmm. Mm. The mo- yeah, Dear Streets. And it can be sarcastic. Sure. Right. Or it can be poignant, you know. But one of the most profound ones I ever heard was a young man wrote a dear le- a letter to himself, mm-hmm. right? Dear self. And I mean, he went in, in. right? Mm. I've, I only broke maybe three times in my sessions ever, in all the years, maybe three times. We was at a certain high school, and the cold word for um, molestation is who needs to apologize to mm-hmm. I had a class of, at a certain high school, of 25 young women. 23 of them. Yeah. Right? Jesus. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was a hard one because that's why I actually Jazzy them started doing it because I was like, okay, I can accept certain things from the boys, but I'm looking at my niece and granddaughters yeah. and all, and they all like my uncle and my cousin. And I'm just like, that was the hardest one. Yeah. But when they had to write that letter, I forgive myself. Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I was, that was hard for me to actually do. Forgive yourself for what happened to you. Mm hmm. There was no problem. I forgive myself for, etc. I forgive myself for. That's why I know there's a power in forgiveness, but it appealed from their heart. Oh yeah, right. we showed them as you said without saying it. Now when I say you know, uh, which I've done with you guys, hey, now listen, this I got a young lady. She needs mm-hmm. some other things that we can offer. Can you right. boom right? Mm-hmm. right? Who becomes the liaison? I, I really, so we need to. Pay attention to what depression looks like. Absolutely. Absolutely. We have to get past the thing. You know, our cousin, you know, he just was crazy. You know, he was, it was really something wrong. Something wrong. Right. And we didn't. 
and we have to, you know, but you, I just want to say what you said with grandmas and grandpas, right? Our grandmothers and big mamas did have a wisdom, but then they did have some stuff that they hurt us with too, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Just mm-hmm. some things that they only knew mm-hmm. that we are privy to that we go, whoa, that wasn't that wasn't cool. That, that yeah. wasn't cool that you did that. This is right. how, right? So we could take a mixture and this dialogue, you know, right. Yeah. Right. so that way we can start recognizing that. Listen, our whole community is hurt. Mm-hmm. Have these days where we have uh, these community workshops where hey, just will come in and present. Hey, you don't you don't have to come. And I'm and, and, and honestly, you can reach out to the prisons and say the kids, you the dudes that is if they don't come see me, they can't get out. You know, it can be a little defiant, mm-hmm. but that's right. when you know you're doing your work that's because right. oh yeah, that's right. the okay. Right. Let's go. Let's go. Right. Because right. right. when they go to the block, the block, the streets is mental health for them. Right. That is true. It's offering everything wow. they need. It's, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. you numb. You, I mean, you got you lost your friend. Here go two yeah. pills. Mm-hmm. Right. What? Well, you ain't got nowhere to stay, baby. You can stay right here. Right. But your mama tripping? Come on, go mm-hmm. with us. You ain't living long. You tired? Jump in this car and ride. It's offering them. All the therapy, it's just the wrong therapy. It's the wrong yeah. ones. It's the wrong. Right. They can write their rap. Get coping skills, just yeah. the wrong ones. It's the wrong. Right. That's the magic word. Right. It ain't nothing wrong with what they saying in their hip hop. I'm just saying, because they getting it out. So what we got to decipher, this is a good conversation. You say, man, I've been, I, all my friends take pills and syrup, okay? Cool. Let's, how, how are we doing? Because it's just a new drug. Our drug of choice and our music was marijuana. Right. It was right. 40s. It's just now that somebody on the higher power has made sure that they talk the most destruction they can and kill as much as they can mm-hmm. and emasculate black boys and black men so we can keep having the conversation. Girl, you don't need nothing but him or, or some boy. You don't need no lady, man. You can get this this way. No, we all need each other. Then right. we won't build a nation right. without each other. We have That's to, right. and I'm. And I last close with this, I'm an advocate for our culture. We yeah. are black. We are black of African descent, of, 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 uh, of, of, of native descent. Those things, Kwabana means male child born on Tuesday, there to inspire he who brings light to great darkness. That is a, mm. a bond that keeps me knowing my history, knowing my culture. So when I go to step the line and say, come back, you know, there's no niggas here. Mm. We're talking God here. Even if I acted, it reminds me, uh-uh, no, this is who you are. Wow. And it needs, ain't nothing wrong with us being black. I love the fact the little boys wearing their hair like this right. and the young ladies got their unique names and things. That's us. Right. We got to find something that defines us other than what they are. Because right. we have to be, and, and I'm okay with our defiance. And the African term is called Latima. It's called the fire. You don't put it out, you just tame it. Right, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. right. Wow. Lord. We, we, y'all had us a little longer, but it was absolutely needed. I did not want to stop. This is an essential conversation. Absolutely. That's the way I look absolutely. at it. Absolutely. So, I'm, I'm, well, I, I did. I, the one thing I did is I appreciate you from a woman's standpoint to be able to say that you could write a letter, mm-hmm. and and to the women that that had, that you feel like you may have wronged, mm-hmm. um, knowing because when you know better, you do better. Mm-hmm. But even when you you know better, no one's really going back. Yeah. To trying to right the wrong of somebody they may have sure. hurt. Yeah. Sure. You know, um, Natalie and I received a um, instant message, um, a private message of a woman who was telling us to beware of a man who. Um, that's is, among us. That's among us who, mm-hmm. who 
is in sheep's who is pretending to be yeah. an advocate of domestic violence but is is exactly that yeah, right the very thing that and he's that advocating for he has ne- he's done it to many women and, and mm. that he's never and if he i guess if he's he, he stopped doing it he's never apologized right. so yeah. she mm-hmm. kind of was like he's never um uh tried to redeem himself for what he's done and mm-hmm. the hurt that he you can hear it all in in the message, in the message. Right. Uh, yeah. that she's hurt and 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 hasn't forgiven clearly mm-hmm. hasn't forgiven yeah. but but to hear that you advocate for that that thing, you know what yeah. I mean? Like it, it just we didn't know what to do with that information. But I mean, I took it to Richard. But it it was just still how we cross paths when when men and women are trying to heal. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. like and it looks I, different for everyone. Been, he could be on a different path. Mm-hmm. You know, that is we, true. I don't know him personally, mm-hmm. but he could have been on a different path than and today. But as of yesterday, that's this is what she, he, this that's what she, she knew. That's what she, she and she's making aware. Right. right. And, and the hard part is, at least you know, but you know, in the time we in, it could be also, I'm just saying, mm-hmm. I'm going to fix him. You know, I don't care it about your be. change. You know, it when people be. don't want, you know, mental mm-hmm. health again. Right. Am I right? right? People don't want to hear that you changed. Right. No. Well, they're, they're still stuck in their place. I'm, they're they're yes, still stuck you. in their place and they haven't healed. That is a process. Because right. uh, yeah. I can't have you progressing when I'm still, when I'm still hurt. back here struggling. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. I want you yeah. to hurt as much as I'm hurting. Yeah. So what in closing, both <laughs> state, quick statements. I'm sorry, both quick statements. For our boys to men, mm-hmm. um, what do you say? What would be the one thing you would want them to take away from this whole conversation? Mm. Be resilient. Be resilient, man. You got you. Just because it happened, don't mean it got to stay there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Be resilient, man. We are. I just we resilient people. Mm-hmm. You can't say we not that we had. We were at the bottom of a boat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Our, our, our cousins got hung and all that. I'm I'm still standing. I ain't, I'm not. Even, I ain't no. Ain't no way. In God's name, I'm supposed to be sitting in this chair. Be mm-hmm. resilient. It's it's in you. Be resilient. Resilient. Okay. I would have to go to scripture and just say, plant seeds Mm. with your tears. Mm. For every tear that you cry, plant a seed because that water, (laughs) (laughs) because that water is going to grow that into something big. You are way more than what anybody can define. Mm. You carry with you so many talents, so many gifts, so many things that in every hard point that you are in your life, Plant your seed because yeah. those tears are going to turn that into a plant mm-hmm. that feeds others. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So, Robert, where can people find you? Are you accepting clients? I, <laughs> I, am, I am on BetterHelp. I am on BetterHelp right now, which is an online uh, therapy uh, thing. Uh, therapy network uh, I am working on creating something here because I am very new to Milwaukee so well, but you showed Milwaukee. up on psychology today I, I saw, am I on saw, psychology today saw, so you I can saw. find so. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm looking forward to getting to work in the community okay. it's been very good to me so far and how can we reach you all you gotta do is, <laughs> <laughs> you know, do is holler out your porch and be like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know what right. listen 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 look but I'm a, I, I want the brother on the panel. I want Brother Robert on the panel because he was at the last session. It was mm. amazing. He went and administered. 
somebody that was leaving out was the young brother leaving out so we want him on the panel uh this last one we doing at g's clippers um for the end of the year we're gonna live stream it to the prison Oh, so it's right. really working, and they excited about it. Oh my so God, God, that's gonna be amazing! Panel, so we gonna really pull that. Uh, you know, Laverne Nelly. First off, thank you guys for having me. But you know, where you can find me, man. Listen, well, you can always catch me on on social media. But uh, I treat the work I do like you, the block. You want the plug? You gotta go where the people. Are. Mm-hmm. You gonna find me where the people. Are. Yeah. I'm unapologetically on the north side of Milwaukee. Right, whatever I'm doing, from a live concert we're doing, the spoken word, to I make sure our money, my money is in our community. So you can find me. I can, you know, I, I'll come to schools. I'll come to, uh, I'll come to schools. I'll go to prisons. Uh, but you can find me in the community. You okay. Know, you can find me in the community. Just ride past, you know, a certain place. I'm out there. I'm out there. I'm out there. Look, dear, I mean, I'm, I'm where the people at, you know. I mean, really, the the, the the hustler that wants our child, they in the community. They, yeah. Because they, yeah. they, can, they touch. can touch them. They're yeah. tangible yeah. reality. So, therefore, I ask brothers to come where we are because I want and sisters, too, because I mm-hmm. need them to see. You know, the, the beautiful thing we did this summer when we was doing Soul Unplugged, all those kids that were helping me were all neighborhood kids. Yeah. Wow. They showed up every day. Wow. They parents talked about how better they had been acting. And I don't attribute that to me. I attribute it to all the men and women they seen. Right. Yes, sir. No, sir. Uh, uh, man, I did some work today. I was able to explain to them, well, this is what it looks like if you do right. overtime. And mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean? So, you know, we find in the community. One announcement, though, my book is coming. I got a, the novel will be out. It's called 1984. 1984. Last Days of Innocent. The book, the novel was 1984, Last Days of Innocent. The poetry is Dear Black Boy, Futures Not Fingers. Okay. Ooh. Nice. So we wow. real, real quick. Shout out to Muhia Dyer. And when book, do you think that's releasing? Um, I'm January, February. January, early 2020. Yes, 2020. Yep. 22, okay. Yep. Uh, shout out to uh, Muhia Dyer. And we got to give a mad love. You know, we lost Brother Ron Johnson. Uh, mm-hmm. Ron Johnson was a very, very strong mental health uh, community organizer. Yeah. Powerful, powerful, powerful brother in the community. He made his transition home, so we call him Shango. So just want to make sure the ancestors uh, mm-hmm. greet him when he get there. Wow. So All much right. love. So much love. I, do I mean, give I, a sh- I need to give a shout out yes, please. to uh, Tasha uh, Colbert, who uh, organizes the... Uh, the black man's blood. Yes. yes. Thank you, Tasha. Thank Tasha. you, Tasha. Oh. We, we, we just love Tasha. Tasha is is, is the homie. Tasha when you talk the, about uh, uh, how much women, you know, we just see it for our men. And there's just so much love, blood, sweat, and tears, you know, back from our ancestors, just what we see and envision and how we expect our men to evolve. It's not a matter of, if it's a matter of when so we really just appreciate you guys we love i just sat and listened i I wanted to actively listen um and i really appreciate this opportunity and i really want us to be able to come back to the table and and the fact that you're you know that we're having this conversation it's already changing the narrative it's already shifting so 
I don't take any of this by accident. It's yeah. all intentional. And God is doing his thing. And we appreciate you guys appreciate so, you. Much. so much. Thank and you. Let me not. Today is my baby birthday. Lord, let me let me just say shout out to, to, to Tyann, who is not a baby. She is 34 today. <laughs> That's a grown woman, mm-hmm. but that's your that's, baby. that's that's my yeah, that's baby. Your baby. That's, that's, that's my baby. <laughs> happy birthday! So happy birthday yes. to, your baby. to my baby. She yeah. your baby. My grandson turned nineteen today, and my cousin mm-hmm. turned fifty-two today, man. So wow! Yeah, we, people are living to, man, to the I, November babies. Right. Hey, they here. We here. Yes. We here. We here. Well, we out there. My dad turns eighty-six today. All right. That's good living. Yes, that's real good living. Fam, fam, fam. Yeah, right. where's that? They got to unplug somehow. Oh, that oh, was that, that was, that was what that was. I'm sorry. Bro. That's okay. <laughs> you knocked out your <laughs> own. <laughs> 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 got too excited. <laughs> Do something to me. Well, right. with that being said, I'm Natalie Hayden. And I'm Laverne Badger. And we will see you guys next week. Next week. Peace out. Thank you. I don't want to miss it. Bye. Bye.